Warning, applying these principles may change your life. People will look at you differently. You'll walk straighter, live bolder, and find out who you are. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Atcher. Gentlemen, welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast. This is our Manly Chunks of Wisdom episode, where we will be breaking down some quotes. You guys know that I love quotes, and I love to just look at a chunk of what somebody says and how it can apply to our lives. So it might be poets, it might be philosophers, it might be experts, it might be celebrities, it might just be anybody and what they had to say, if that quote is useful uh, we're going to talk about topics, or we might even pull a whole episode of quotes from one per person. Today, we're going to be talking about emotional health. So before we get into these, I just want to encourage you to check out the Brotherhood, the Arrows and Iron Brotherhood. This is the place where you can level up as a man. This is the place where you can find the community that you need to help you to identify your goals to help you understand your purpose, to help you become a better husband, a better father, a better leader. This is what moves us. You know, a lot of people are getting a lot out of the podcast, and I hope so. I'd like to think that I'm putting some great content out there, but the stuff that is within this brotherhood is going to be even better. We've got some amazing courses. We've got access to all the books I've written is in there at one of the levels, Um. And there's going to be some coaching calls where we're going to do that. We're going to get together and go through your goals. You go through your purpose. Go through these things and help you get to the level you want to be. So to get there, you want to go to Arrows and Iron Brotherhood. Actually, let me say that again. You're going to go to manlyhood.com slash brotherhood. That's where you'll find the Arrows and Iron Brotherhood. We're building it out. So get in there, get your email address, and we'll get you some more info. I appreciate you guys. Let's get right into today's topic after this. Well, guys, we're going to talk about emotional health today as we read these quotes about emotional health as our uh, monthly Manly Chunks of Wisdom feature gets started. Listen, uh, this is one of those things that I think a lot of men neglect. You know, we work on our physical health and we work out or we go to the gym or we eat better. We work on even our mental health, you know, where we try to, to work on that if there's a problem. But what we don't usually do is try to stay mentally and emotionally fit. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So we've got some great quotes from a lot of different people. So why don't we get right into it? So Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, who's a poet, said, Every man has his secret sorrows, which the world knows not. And oftentimes we call a man cold when he's only sad. And I think that's a true, a very, very true statement. Um, we as men don't always know how to express our emotions to people and we often keep it buried under the surface. And to be fair with you, I don't think that we should necessarily go around just bleeding out emotions everywhere all the time in front of everybody. I think there's a time and a place for it, but the truth is what 
happens is we men will put on the cold blue stare and nobody really gets to see what's happening on the inside and we can't really express it to anybody. I mean, think about it. You know what that's like sometimes, maybe even to your own spouse or your own best friends, the people that know you best. Sometimes we can be afraid, which is an emotion, to open up and tell them what we're feeling. And that's a problem. And people can't see and can't know and can't understand if we don't tell them. So I think Wadsworth Longfellow made a great observation there. Uh, this quote comes from Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, wrestler turned actor. He says, I found that with depression, one of the most important things you can realize is that you're not alone. You're not the first to go through it. You're not going to be the last to go through it. I think that's very true, too. Guys, you're not alone. You're not. If you're, if you're struggling with depression, if you're feeling down, whether this is a chronic condition or whether it's just a down-in-the-dumps kind of time, you're not alone. You don't have to be alone, and you don't have to keep it to yourself completely either. You, you're not alone. You're not the only one suffering with this stuff. We all go through it. This comes from Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, who's uh, kind of a hero of mine. He says, anything that's human is mentionable, and anything that is mentionable can be more manageable. When we can talk about our feelings, they become less overwhelming, less upsetting, and less scary. Again, guys, when we take the time to unpack and talk about what we're feeling, especially with somebody that we can trust, especially with somebody that's not going to pour gasoline on your fire or water on your fire if you need that fire to burn, when you can talk about it, it takes away the power that that emotion has that's keeping you crippled. So, I think that's good advice. And everybody's favorite One Direction singer, <laughs> Zayn Malik. I actually could care less about One Direction, so. But he says, I, no, wait a minute, hold on. I think Zayn Malik is a One Direction singer. I, I'm not positive. Just saying. <laughs> he says, we're all human. People are often afraid to admit difficulties, but I don't believe that there should be a struggle with anything that's the truth. If you were a guy... You used to have to be really masculine, but now expressing emotion is accepted and respected. Now, I want to take a little bit of issue with his quote because I do think that it's actually masculine to properly express your emotion. I don't think that that's unmasculine, so I don't think that that's a contradiction. I think that a healthy man is a man who is fully aware of who he is, that is strong, that is tough, that has courage but that also can be real with his emotions. But I do think it's good truth here is that you don't have to put on a bravado and hide behind that mask of masculinity. You can actually be who you are and be manly. It's not girly to say, man, I'm really struggling with this today. And it is a good thing that our culture is starting to become more open to that and allowing us to do that. I think that uh, the problem I have with our culture is that we we kind of assume that it's not masculine to do it. It is masculine to be brave enough to share your feelings and your emotions with somebody. John Green says, there is hope, even when your brain tells you there isn't. And this, guys, is everything. I think that's the thing when we're feeling depression or despair or loneliness or anger or whatever, guys, is that when we are not emotionally well, it is easy for us to not see the hope. Our brain can't recognize it, and our brain tells us there is no hope. This is not going to get any better. 
we have anxiety, we have whatever, and we're just like, this is not going to get any better. Nothing's going to change. And it's so important to recognize and know, to know and to understand that there is hope whether or not you see it. It's a lot like the sun is shining all the time, somewhere, right? The sun doesn't stop shining. You look outside and it's cloudy or it's dark out because it's night and you say, oh, the sun's not shining. Actually, the sun is still shining. It's just on the other side of the earth or it's above the clouds, but it's always shining. That's the way hope is. There is always hope. And we have to start practicing and exercising that muscle. Think of hope as truth. So no matter what it is that your senses or your brain or your emotions are telling you, dig into that truth, that there is hope that this can get better. Russell Wilson says, if we start being honest about our pain, our anger, and our shortcomings, instead of pretending they don't exist, then maybe we'll leave the world a better place than we found it. You know, this kind of comes down to that humility, especially when it comes to the shortcomings part of it. Like, I think that's what we do as men is we put up this wall, this shell, we pump up our, our, our muscles and try to pretend to be tough. And there's a time and a place for stirring up a little bit of bravado. I, I can see where there's a time when you've got to drum up the courage to do something. But we don't have to lie. We don't have to be dishonest. And I think the world will be better, like Russell Wilson says, when we are honest about those things. Matt Haig says, mental health problems don't define who you are. They are something you experience. You walk in the rain and you feel the rain, but importantly, you are not the rain. Yeah. How often do we identify with the wrong things, right, guys? Like we identify with our career, we identify with our feelings, we identify with our sexual whatevers. And the truth is, that is not who you are. That's something you experience. That's something you feel. That's something you choose. Whatever. And when you've got mental health problems or addictions or anything else, that's one of the things that I'm not a big fan of when it comes to like AA and the recovery community. Um, I actually think we must be real with what our struggles are, but I hate the idea that you identify as an addict. Hi, I'm Josh and I'm an addict. Okay, I get that. I understand the point is that you have to be real with that, but you don't have to own it and make it yours. You have to take ownership of the mistakes that you've made. You have to be real and understand, like, I am addicted to this this problem. I am addicted to this drug or whatever. But if you just allow it to become who you are, that's a problem. It's the same thing with depression. It's the same thing with... With anxiety, it's the same thing. Don't allow it to become who you are. Who you are, and those things are something that you experience. Something that you struggle with. Something you do. Something you think. It's not who you are. Emery Lord says, my dark days made me stronger. Or maybe I already was strong and they made me prove it. That's a really good quote. Thinking about... Those dark times, when we're in them, they suck really bad. They suck. I don't like it when I'm in a bad place mentally or emotionally. I don't like feeling grief. I don't like feeling depression. It's not fun. But on the other side of that, there is the strength that that, those hard times give you. 
it's hard to see that or even appreciate it in the moment. But if you look back, those dark times made you stronger. Robert Utaro says, But no matter how much evil I see, I think it's important for everyone to understand that there is much more light than darkness. Ovid says, be patient and tough. Someday this pain will be useful to you. Gosh, that's so hard, isn't it? It is so hard to recognize and understand that these hard times that I'm going through are going to be useful to me or even someone else because the healing is in the helping. This hard time I'm going through is going to be able to help someone. And I will be an agent of transformation in somebody's life if I can help them see that. And yeah, that's not always easy or fun to have to deal with or go through. Songwriter Leonard Cohen says, There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Gosh. Sometimes I think we forget that the world is broken. And the hard stuff comes all the time. It's there. That's the nature of the world. That's the nature of humanity. That's the nature of things. Stuff is broken. Bad stuff happens. I hurt. I get angry. Honestly, it's through those cracks that the goodness comes through. It's through those hard times that we're able to see that God is real, that he loves us, that there is hope, for example. That's how the light gets in. Henry David Thoreau says, Not until we are lost do we begin to understand ourselves. And I, I think about that a lot because it's, when things are bad, don't you feel lost and maybe purposeless or rudderless if you're like a boat on the ocean? But honestly, instead of looking at your mental health struggle that you're going through as a permanent condition that you will be in for the rest of your life, that you will never recover from, that you will never be able to work through, and it may be somewhat like that for you, depending, but recognize and understand that part of where you're at right now is at a place where you can really find out who you are. That feeling of being lost should drive you to seek out your purpose. Charles Bukowski says, sometimes you climb out of bed in the morning and you think, I'm not going to make it. But you laugh inside, remembering all the times you felt that way. If you ever feel like that, guys, like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to get through this. I don't know what to do. How many times have you felt like that and then you made it? So A.A. Milne wrote this. Christopher Robbins' perspective when he was writing Winnie the Pooh says, Promise me you'll always remember you're braver than you believe and stronger than you seem and smarter than you think. Guys, I'm going to tell you, that's honestly one of the ways that I've been able to work through some of the struggles and the issues that I have is just to just to speak some good, positive affirmation and truth over my own life. Honestly, when other people try to give it to me and I'm in a funk, I don't even hear it and I can't always even receive it. So look yourself in the mirror and just speak it. It is true. It really is true. So you find those things that you know that are true, even if you don't feel it, even if you don't think it, and you tell yourself those things. All the time, until you believe him. Albert Camus says, In the middle of winter, I at last discovered that there was in me an invincible summer. 
if we want to be healthy, if we want to be doing well, if we want to get our emotions where they need to be, we've got to know and understand that there is a strength inside you that cannot be quenched. And we read this quote last month from Winston Churchill, and I think it's also appropriate here, guys. If you're going through hell, keep going. Yes, it gets hard. Yes, it is difficult. No, I don't want to be in that place where things hurt all the time or where I'm upset all the time. But you also don't want to stay there. Look for the hope. Look for the truth and then plug through. Move ahead. Raymond McCauley says, change what you can and manage what you can't. And Keanu Reeves, uh, also known as John Wick, or Neo from The Matrix says, if you have been brutally broken but still have the courage to be gentle to other living beings, then you're a badass with the heart of an angel. <laughs> and there's some truth to that, guys, because sometimes we are broken and we have been broken and we've been through hell. And we still have to be able to be gentle, to be kind, to be compassionate. We have to be able to take care of ourselves because people need us. People need us to be our best. Howie Mandel, uh, who is basically just crazy, so he gets it, right? <laughs> and I'm not saying that as an insult. Crazy is a good thing. There isn't anybody out there who doesn't have a mental health issue, whether it's depression, anxiety, or how to cope with relationships. Having OCD is not an embarrassment anymore for me. Just know that there is help and your life could be better if you go out and seek the help. And guys, this is everything. You know, if you're struggling and you're at the place where what you're struggling with mentally, you know, I'm giving you some advice. I'm giving you these quotes maybe to help you. Uh, and for some people, just retraining or reframing their mind on their own. Some of them, some people can work through those mental health struggles that way. I'm okay with that. That emotional health that you've got to go through, you might be able to work through it on your own. But you also might need some help. You might need some medication to treat the symptoms. You might need uh, some therapy to work through the trauma or the hard stuff that you've got going on. Whatever it is, though, don't be afraid to get help. I think that's really important. I think most people uh, might need a little bit of help. And if you find yourself trying to work through it and you keep running into the same walls and keep coming back to it, don't be afraid, guys, to reach out to a professional and say, hey, I've got a problem with my anxiety. It's getting out of control, and I need some help. Dr. Lauren Fogel-Mercy says, Being able to be your true self is one of the strongest components of good mental health. We talked about that a little bit earlier, guys. Knowing who you are and then just being that makes a big difference. Abraham Maslow uh, he's the guy that came up with the idea of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He's a sociological and psychological expert, <laughs> kind of the founder of a lot of what we know in those realms, says, in any given moment, we have two options, to step forward into growth or to step back into safety. Jordan Pickle says, you don't need to find a lesson in your trauma. And I think that's important, guys. Now, I'll say this. Trauma, uh, a lot of people are just throwing that word around all the time these days. And some people have trauma. You know, they go through hard crap and then they just 
you know, suffer. And they just assume that because I had trauma, now I'm broken and I'll never get better. So I think trauma has like, it almost has its own sense of triggering just as a word to people who are like, I want to get better. I want to improve. I want to, to be a better person. I don't want to be tied down by all my emotional hurt and emotional baggage. So I don't even want to think about trauma. But the truth is everybody has trauma in some way. You've been through a difficult experience in your life and it is having an impact on your life now. And yes, I do think that we can learn from every situation. I do think that the hard times we go through will shape us and they do make us better sometimes. But that doesn't mean that you have to look at the trauma itself as a good thing. You don't have to look at what happened to you or what you went through as a good thing or something. It was there to teach me a lesson. I mean, it may have been, there might have, there's an occasion where those things might happen maybe. Um, but I think more importantly, you look at the trauma and you say, all right, not why did this happen to me, but not even you, you can ask, what can I learn from this? If there is something to be learned, but it doesn't mean that there is sometimes the lesson to learn is this crappy stuff happens to people. Because the world is broken. And that's all the lesson there is. But you get to choose what you do with it. You get to choose who you become from it. You get to choose to never repeat those cycles. And to be the same person that hurt you to someone else. You don't have to be that. So it's not about a lesson in your trauma. But it is about ending it. And making sure it doesn't continue through you. Nedra Glover Tawab says, two things can be true. You can love your family and have deep wounds as a result of your family experience. And I think a lot of trauma that people have do come from those family experiences, guys. And you can love the person that hurt you. You can love your family, even if it wasn't perfect. But you can also be wounded from the things that you've experienced. And knowing that, doesn't mean you excuse the things that happened. It doesn't mean that you, it also doesn't mean that you have to bring them up all the time because love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. So yeah, you know that when the bad stuff happened, that it did. You don't ever have to let it happen again. You can draw boundaries so that it doesn't, but you can also still love them. That's okay. Now, for some people, the hardness of those boundary lines depends on the depth of those experiences. You know, if you've been hurt really badly, if you've been damaged by a toxic person, you don't have to continue to allow that toxic person to be toxic to you. You can love them from a distance if you need to. Rick Warren says, your illness is not your identity. Your chemistry is not your character. We talked about that a little bit earlier, guys. Here, your mental health does not define you. Your emotional struggle and your emotional health and wellness does not define you. And your brain chemistry is also not an excuse for bad behavior. You know, if you are acting out 
and then blaming it on the way that things are happening in your head. Look, you are always responsible for your choices and you're always responsible for your actions. Don't don't uh let your world fall apart and then blame your ADHD. Don't give up and let your world fall apart and blame it on depression. Your chemistry is not your character. You still get to choose what you do and how you behave, what you think even. You know, the thoughts aren't necessarily yours when they first pop into your mind. The feelings aren't necessarily yours when they first come out. They're there. It's true that you felt it, but is it true to you? Is it true to life? Do you have to embrace it? You know, I think of those moments where maybe my wife said something to me and I immediately felt like a little kid being bossed around. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like to be told what to do by anybody. And I bowed up. I got mad and I'm like, don't you tell me what to do. Don't talk to me that way. And I was not even understanding what was happening. I was kind of yelling at her. I was assuming what she meant by what she said. And if I had really just been healed emotionally in that place, I wouldn't have thought she's trying to force me to be something or do something I don't want to do. But that's what I thought and what I felt. I don't have to accept that. The feeling bubbles up. Now, when there's healing, the feelings often bubble up a little bit less. The thoughts come out a little bit less when there's healing in those places. But when it does come up, you've got to choose, what do I do with this? Where do I put this emotion? And if that emotion is going to go scream at your wife or yell at your kids, you've got to ask yourself, is this really based on truth or is this based on my own feelings? I remember being a kid, guys, we'll get personal here. I remember being a kid and being on the school bus. I was waiting at the bus stop and these kids were taking matches and they were lighting them and then putting them out on the back of my neck. I was a kindergartner. Um... I was bullied pretty bad. And then I'd get on the school bus and all the kids would be they'd like reach up and they all the kids would sitting behind me would reach up and they'd flick my ears or it was just loud. It was obnoxious. And so, you know, that was a hard thing to experience growing up. Now you fast forward 20 years and I've got little kids in my big old van and we're driving around and the kids are loud and they're obnoxious and one of them throws something and it hits me in the back of the ear. And I was taken right back to those moments of being a little kid and having no control over what was happening to me. And I would just get anxious. I would get upset. I would get angry. All those emotions would come rushing out. I'd scream at the kids to be quiet. wasn't their fault what happened to me. 
when I was younger. It wasn't their fault that I was sensitive there. It wasn't even my fault that it happened to me in the first place. But here I am, faced with a moment where I had to choose to say, I am not going to allow this thing that happened in my past to define me going forward. Unfortunately, I failed at it and I screamed at my kids a lot. It was later when I was able to find that healing. Um, now my kids have to get healing from their dad screaming at them in the car, I'm sure, but that is life. We are all faced with the brokenness of the world, with the brokenness of the people in our lives, and it will affect us. We get to choose how we react. We get to take a breath and walk away. Honestly, the biggest thing that you can do is learn to take a breath, to walk away, and then come back a couple seconds later and just move forward with kindness. And that's going to make all the difference in the world in the way that you treat people. But those things will keep bothering you if you don't take the time to dig them out. I say this all the time. If you don't deal with your crap, it's going to crap all over you. If you don't deal with your crap, it's going to deal with you. So make sure that you identify where these things come from. And you might need a counselor. You might need a therapist. You might need some help. And that's okay. If you're at that place where you feel like there is no hope, and when we're talking today and reading these quotes and you're hearing about hope and things like that and you feel there is no hope, I just want to encourage you that there is. If you need a friend, please reach out. You could shoot me a message. You can... Uh, Post in the Manlyhood Man Cave. Any of the guys in there, man, we've got your back. Manlyhood Man Cave is our private Facebook group. We've got your back. If you need help, just let us know. We'll be there for you. But if you need professional help, like if you've got suicidal thoughts or anything like that, I want to encourage you to call the suicide hotline. Definitely reach out to us. Reach out to a friend. But get professional help if you know that it's bad. If you know that you're out of if you know that you're out of your depth in dealing with this, make the call. Anyway, guys, you know why I do what I do. I do it because I love you and I care about you. I'll see you next time. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our manlyhood team. And you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for Manlyhood.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.